Welcome to the Clean Power Generation. Energy, justice, power. With me, Raya Salter. So I'm an energy and environmental lawyer and author. I'm here to talk about energy and justice at the nexus between your wallet, your life, your community, your future, and climate change. So let's get into it. Because it's the day where we talk about the life and legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., let's talk about how energy justice relates to the struggle for racial and social justice. Here is a clip from Dr. King's 1967 Christmas Eve speech. All life is interrelated. We are all caught in an inescapable network of mutuality tied in a single garment of destiny and whatever affects one directly affects all indirectly. That's Dr. King speaking to the interconnectedness, the reality of interconnectedness of all life. That actually is on the Environmental Protection Agency's website right now as a quote about environmentalism. The truth is that Dr. King's legacy when it comes to the environment and environmental justice goes a lot deeper than that. Of course, the Great Mountaintop speech, the last speech that Dr. King ever made, was done in the context of advocating for black sanitation workers who faced unsafe working conditions. And I think it's also understood that the civil rights movement was a necessary precursor to other great movements, including the movement for environmentalism. But the point here is that climate justice, the fact that we need to stop global warming, and energy justice, we need to stop global warming by stopping our use of fossil fuel and making a transition to clean energy, has its roots in Black activism and Black thought. Let me caveat that when I say Black thought, I don't mean only Black people. I mean folks, all different types of folks of color from all over the world, white folks too. But I think that there is some attribution that's necessary. So why not think a little bit about environmental justice? Here is Dr. Robert Bullard, known as the father of environmental justice, talking about its definition. The environmental justice paradigm embraces the principle that all communities are created equal and that environmental justice is defined as equal protection of environmental policies, laws, uh, procedures under law. Uh, we say that no community uh, should be dumped on or poisoned just because it's poor, just because it's physically located on the wrong side of the tracks or uh, just because it's a uh, community of color. And it is all connected. For an example, let's hear the great Elizabeth Yampierre of Uprose, who really has been the tip of the spear for energy justice in Puerto Rico as an advocate, talking a little bit about um, considerations that she thought about when organizing one of the uh, climate marches. So now, given all that, we're actually in a really rich place. We've had decades of expert advocacy and activism in the areas of 
environmental health, land rights and energy, energy access, energy affordability, jobs and energy, energy and inclusion for communities. Um, And we've got not only specific tools that have been worked out, but schools of thought that go along with that. What are the tools and schools that we have? We've got indigenous rights. We've got international human rights. We've got environmental justice. We've got climate justice. We need to take these aspects of theory and shine that light on what's being done to move towards a clean energy economy so we can make sure that people get voices and it's done in a way that's fair. As an example, here's the fantastic Cecil Corbin Mark, Deputy Director for We Act for Environmental Justice. Sorry about the audio quality. Just got a few seconds of Cecil talking about, okay, we're talking about clean energy, but there's some things we need to watch out for. strong protections for uh, seniors in our communities, uh, limited English proficiency members of our communities, um, whatever the uh, energy transitions are that are happening because we have seen where people have been sort of baited and switched. uh, So what I think Cecil's talking about is is an example of centering conversations around justice issues. So when we're talking about energy, we're going to keep bringing it back to key issues. And this one, I'd say the angle is consumer protection. All right, cool stuff. And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening to the first episode of the Clean Power Generation. This is Raya signing off. Goodbye, everybody.